Well, hello everyone out there and welcome again to the Hyperion Adventures podcast, episode number two of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tom. I'm here with my lovely wife, Michelle. Hello, hello. I want to thank everyone out there who joined us last week, listened to our debut episode last week and had so many kind words to say, got back with some great feedback and we really appreciate all of you who are here to join us again for another week and what we will hope will be continued great Disney-related content. Yeah, it was great hearing some of that feedback uh, and definitely a lot of great encouragement. So thank you, everyone, for that. For those of you that are joining us for our first time, I just want to tell you a little bit about us. We are true huge Disney fans. We love everything Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, actually the general world of pop culture. We love it all. We love the parks. Big-time Disney Cruise Line fans, big-time Run Disney fans, and we are going to be here every Sunday, every week. Maybe not Sunday. Sometimes there might be a day or two shift here and there, but every week uh, to bring you uh, the latest news, notes from the world of Disney and kind of give you some suggestions, some tips. If you're planning a trip out there, uh, we're here to help you out. Right, and we're also uh, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to connect with us that way, get some information that way as well, or give us your feedback through those sources, we'd love to hear from you. That's right. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Same with on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Hyperion Podcast. And you can also email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at Gmail. So let's go ahead and get things started. We've been teasing this all week. Earlier this week, we were able to see an early screening of Incredibles 2. And we are here to give you our spoiler-free review of it. Now, coming into this movie, we all know that outside of maybe the Toy Story movies, uh, Pixar Disney has had a little bit of trouble with some of their sequels to some of their movies. Not that they've been bad, but maybe they haven't lived up quite to what we've seen from the original movies, the 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 starting of the series. But uh, I think we can agree here. We saw Incredibles 2, and believe me, it lives up to the hype. Well, I really didn't like it. You're such a fibber. I loved it! <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's a wonderful story. It really ties in the whole family theme, and it is funny and just totally Fun, fun, fun to watch. Yeah. In my opinion, it actually is better than the original movie. And we love the original movie, the Incredibles movie, although you didn't like it that much when you first saw it. I had to see it a couple times. Uh, I had to really learn to like the dad and appreciate the uh, way he evolved as a as a head of the household there. So, uh, And I think this one... Uh, similarly, you see some some roles and role changes at times, and it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. It really is. I recommend you, if you haven't got your tickets yet, go get them. You're going to love this movie. The one thing I would caution you on, if you have some really young children, uh, this movie is PG. You may want to, there are a couple sort of scary scenes. Not You know, it's, it's a superhero movie. There's some scary scenes. There's some violence. There's hitting and punching. And, and you know, you know. I mean, it's cartoon violence, but it's still violence. You may want to check it out first before you bring your really young children. Right, but, like toddler age. You know, they, they could see it, but it, there might be some areas that they might find a little bit, you know, like, oh, disturbing or whatever. But certainly not for 8, 9, 10-year-olds. Oh, no. That, they, they'll love they're, It's right in their wheelhouse. Exactly. But actually, it's also right in your adult's wheelhouse. Let me tell you, this, it's another Disney, Pixar animated movie. 
that will there'll be a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of stuff out there that adults are really going to love. And let me tell you there's some things about this. It's action, adventure. Uh, it's great to see a female character just out there kicking butt. I mean, uh, it's, there's some really good energy there. And it is every time Jack-Jack is on the screen, get ready to laugh because Jack-Jack steals the movie. Jack-Jack was kind of on the side in the first Incredibles. This one front and center, and it is great every time he's on the screen. Right. All your favorite characters are in this one. One of my favorites uh, is Edna, and I actually did a run Disney as Edna in the past, um, is is phenomenal. And again, she has an excellent uh, scene with Jack-Jack that I just couldn't stop laughing at. Yeah, so uh, we recommend it. Go out there and see it. Uh, I, I, I think you're really going to love it, and I think it's going to be a big hit for Pixar in the upcoming days. Uh, another thing, when we were at this, because we went to this early screening, they were also holding the uh, cast and crew live cast Q&A, and we were lucky enough that we were the theater where they were holding that Q&A. So we had all the celebrities, all the stars, uh, some of the crew, uh, the producers, Brad Bird, the director, uh, right there in front of us for this. So we got to be there to witness this. And many of you may have watched the live cast. Maybe you were in one of the other theaters that was also having the early screening. They also did it on social media, putting it out there. So maybe you got to check it out. But there are a couple things that happened that I believe you know, I didn't know. I don't know exactly what was on and what was off screen, but there were a couple of funny moments that happened off the screen that we wanted to kind of tell you about. Uh, my favorite thing, right off the get go, I think before they started it off, was the moderator, and I'm I'm sorry, his name escapes me right now, but uh, he was introducing us to the cast and crew, and saw Samuel L. Jackson there, Frozone, and uh, he's there and he's sipping a soda, and he's like, look. You know, Samuel Jackson even makes sipping a soda through a straw look cool. And then Samuel Jackson cut back. It's actually an icy. What else would Frozone be drinking? <laughs> perfect, perfect way to uh, really come out there and get the crowd all, all rallied up for this. A couple other things I thought were funny is that, I don't know if this was on the screen or not, but uh, Bob Odenkirk and uh, Catherine Keener are new characters in this movie. They play the Dever siblings. And uh, I could just peek them off in the corner. Uh, Bob Odenkirk had this bag of popcorn and Catherine Keener just kept reaching over and grabbing his popcorn from him. It was just kind of funny because they're siblings in this. So they probably did a lot of work together. So it's funny to see them so comfortable just kind of interacting with one another in between the, the, the Q&A. And one of the things I liked about one of her questions, actually, that she gave a question um, was, why was the family's last name Parr? Oh, yeah. And it was a wonderful, I, I had never thought about it, but it's because par means average. And it was, you know, they're trying to play the average family, although they are superheroes. <laughs> exactly. I, I thought that was amazing, too. That was very interesting. Uh, I love the new Dash. I don't know if you know this out there, but it's been 14 uh, years since the last movie came out. So uh, the old Dash's voice, uh, Spencer Fox, well, you know, it went through some changes. He's and an adult. He's an adult now. So they have a, a, a new Dash. His name is Huck Milner. And what I thought was fun about him is he was just, like, when he got questioned out there, he was just your typical 10-year-old kid. You know, they asked him, you know, what you if you could have your own superpower, what would you like to be? And he was like, well, I'd just like to be 
really, really fast like Dash because then I can outrun my cousins for once and I could win a couple of things. And it was just kind of, it was just kind of funny. Too cute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just wasn't, you know, he doesn't have that celebrity thing to him yet. So really interesting. And one last thing I have, I don't, do you have one more? Th- no, go else? for it. Go for it. One last thing I have is, and this was definitely off camera. Believe me, this was off camera. It was at the end of it, it all shut down. The celebrities are moving out and there's a couple in the front row that had brought something to sign. I couldn't see it because we were behind them, but for Sam Jackson to sign. And he came out there and he was just total Sam Jackson. He's like, what is this? What? And he dropped his famous catchphrase, which this is a family show. I'm not going to say it here, but for those of you out there, adults, maybe know a little bit of Sam Jackson. You know what his catchphrase is, and it brought the house down. It was hilarious. It was. It was. So anyway, I'll move on for that. But that was it. Was a really good time. We were very privileged to experience it. Love the movie, and we hope you all go out and see it. Oh, one little thing is oh. watch in the movie. There are several hidden Mickey's throughout the movie. Oh, that's so true. That that's true. There see. were. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it again because I know there's so much. There was so much action going on. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of Easter eggs that I know I didn't catch. I'm looking forward to seeing the second or third time to see all that stuff that we've missed uh, in the first screening of this movie. So another thing we teased this week that we were going to do is that we were at the Sonoma Terrace Paint the Night reception at Disney's California Adventure. And we wanted to experience that and tell you what we thought about it so you can see if it was right for you and your family, if you'd like to do this, if you're heading out there uh, while the Paint the Night Parade is going on. Yes, I'm a little height challenged. I'm all of five feet tall. <laughs> Tiny thing. <laughs> Tiny thing. And, and you know, Tom, I know you're a lot taller than me. And, and when it comes to shows and parades, sometimes, you know, I like to be up front because I want to be right there and seeing everything. And I know you standing next to me, you feel like you're kind of, t- you know, covering the shot for, you know, some, some shorter people or kids and things like that. So, you know, for us, for this parade, uh, which is a wonderful parade. Yes, it's love really it, good. If you it. haven't seen it, it's a fantastic parade. It's kind of the modern version. If you've seen the old uh, Main Street Electrical Parade, this is the more modern version. It's really, really good. Right. And they do have other dining packages associated with the parade that might be a better fit for some people. And, you know, they, they have um, meals and then you go to another location. For us, that at that night, it really worked being there enjoying some food and some wine while the parade was going on and they do top-notch service I mean I was surprised how many servers they had for such a small group it really is a you know kind of a quaint area there in the Sonoma Terrace but you're front and center they don't let any guests um, line up or, or stand up sit down even in front of that area so you have a straight shot view mm-hmm. for all the action of the parade. And it, it's just a high energy, fun parade. And like I said, just having some some snacks, some wine. And it it, it really did get to be kind of cold. We were, yeah, we were not it expecting that it. Night. Didn't yeah. have a, quite the jackets we <laughs> needed for that night. And so that hot chocolate at the I end know you was love the hot fabulous. I had two. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to go over the details of what this is. So the Sonoma Terrace, you may know it, uh, maybe you don't. Uh, it's located, if you know where the Wine Country Trattoria is in Disney's California Adventure, it's just kind of, if you're looking at it straight out from the kind of walkway there, it's just to the left of that. And they usually sell beer and wine there. And they have, like, I think they have some pretzels there and some other places. It's a nice place to go and sit and 
and like maybe if you picked up some food, you can just go and kind of relax there. But they have some areas right out front now. With this just happened over the last, oh, I want to say, it was six or nine months. They've added some new tables, a new sitting area out front, and this is the area that they put you in for to watch the parade. There are reserved seats, uh, unobstructed view, as we've just discussed, uh, for the parade. Uh, it's $79 per guest, so it's not cheap. So take that into a, uh, uh, into your mind when you want to go into this. You're already paying a lot for your ticket. Do you want to go and take that next step and pay another $79 per guest to go through this? But uh, in my opinion, and, and again, we like to have a little wine, you know, it's, so it's when you throw in the cost of that uh, with the food, you get this great charcuterie plate, you get a bread basket. Uh, it's it, it, the value kind of is worth it to us to have this great unobstructed view. This nice food. It really is a really good charcuterie plate. And I'm going to post some pictures on uh, Facebook, Twitter, on our uh, our webpage, so you can kind of see what they look like. Um, but you know, it's and when at the end of the night you get a box of truffles. You've tried them. I haven't tried them yet. How are they? Yeah. Oh no, honey, you don't want to try. Yeah, them. I know. Yeah. No, they're amazing. They're amazing truffles too. And you know, it is a splurge. Uh, but like Tom said, if you take into consideration, you're each getting. You know, that's per person. So each person gets their own plate. You get bread. You get the you know a couple glasses of of wine or beer. You mm-hmm. get all the coffee, sodas, water. Uh, tea, et cetera, that you'd like um, throughout the night. You know, they're very attentive to you. And, you know, you're sitting there enjoying it with the parades. It's kind of like a, a dinner and a show. Uh, and the other thing that's nice, it does include the gratuity. So you don't have a gratuity right. fee after that. That's already been charged at that time. And so um, it is a splurge in that regards, but it, you know, is well worth you know, maybe trying to have that experience once, especially if you like parades and you don't want to feel like, hey, I got to get there and line up uh, way early. And I know it's just going to get a little bit more popular because they have a new float that's coming on later this month for the Incredibles. Yeah. So um, if it's something that you've been kind of back and forth about, it's it's definitely worth it to try it out once. Um, you know, but again, there's some other uh, options and there is a lot of great seating areas if you don't want to do that, so uh, you can still experience the fun of that parade. Yeah, the, you can go out and you can find some nice seating areas. You will have to get into some nice spots well ahead of time. At least have somebody there with a blanket down or something to kind of you know hold that spot for them. But uh, this is the, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to sit on the ground, if you want to have a nice chair to sit in while you're eating some food, having a soft drink or a glass of wine, a, gla- uh, a beer. Uh, I think they, let me see, they have, they have a white and a red wine, uh, two types of beer and a sangria, but they also have, you know, all the soft drinks you want, water, coffee. We talked about the hot chocolate. Michelle loves their hot chocolate. And I'm not a hot chocolate fan. And, uh, like I said, there's a charcuterie plate, bread basket for the adults, for the kids. I did, I saw some kids over there. I didn't get to see exactly what was on their plate, but I remember seeing like some goldfish, uh, some orange slices, and some other stuff. And you know, the adults get the box of chocolate truffles at the end. The kids get a caramel apple at the end as you walk right. out and leave. So that's kind of nice. So you can judge it for yourself. What's right for you? Seventy nine dollars per person is a splurge. It's but if you're looking to kind of Maybe have as it's your one trip to Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort, and you're looking to kind of 
use your time to the best of your ability, not have to sit and have somebody sit for a couple hours or an hour and a half, two hours to wait for this parade, but you really want to see it in a good spot, it may be worth it to you. Uh, we liked it. We would do it again. We've already done it once. We would do it again. And so uh, we just want to kind of give that out to you and, and see if you would feel that it's right for you. Right. And again, if you really just want to see the parade uh, and you haven't done, you haven't made a reservation in advance or you don't want to do that, you know, you can also, as Tom said, you can bring a blanket. Um, you can spread a blanket out. And as long as somebody is from your group is staying with that blanket, then they'll let you keep it there. And that way, you know, if you're traveling with some folks that haven't been to Disneyland before and they want to see the see some other parts of the park before the parade then you know you can be the designator sitter right i wouldn't re- try and recommend that if you have a group of eight people or something you know where you're spreading out two blankets and there's one person sitting there for that but if you're a family of four uh, one person stays there maybe dad takes the kids on a ride while mom stays there and then they switch off uh it, it's an easy way also to uh find a spot for the parade if you don't want to pay this price or the the carthay circle dining package which also has some nice chairs uh, to sit in uh, i believe there's also one for the wine country trattoria as right, well. right right and both of those you're eating before the parade and you're going right. to another area later to watch yeah the and those parade. are full meals this is a char- i mean i'll be telling you what it's a charcuterie plate it's meats it's vegetables it's fruit uh it's cheese uh it is a full meal right you know it doesn't sound like it's you know a couple slices of this couple slices of that we had we had to take food home with us because there was so much we couldn't eat it all at that one seating so uh we recommend it but again it's up to you and what's right for your family so as we go on, we're moving on to other notes here. We got some other notes, Disney notes, and there was a big announcement today. A little kind of, it's actually kind of came out on Twitter and a couple other places, but we've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. For those of you who don't know what Kingdom Hearts is, it is a great video game that includes Disney characters and Final Fantasy, that world, all mixed up. There have been several games more this is uh kingdom hearts 3 which is coming up but there have been actually a couple more uh games that kind of fit in that realm but it is a fun game if you love disney they take these characters disney characters final fantasy characters and they move them into all these different disney universes whether it be little mermaid whether it be uh halloween town whether it be pirates of the caribbean yeah uh, Beauty and the beast right agrabah it's it, it really is a lot of fun well we finally have the official release date. We've been waiting for this for five years. They announced that they were going to do it in 2013. We finally, ha- I don't know if you've heard this yet. No. Have you heard what the release date is? No. Unfortunately, they had to apologize. It's going to be a little longer than we hoped for, but they did announce today uh, at the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra World, World Tour. Who knew that there was a Kingdom Hearts Orchestra World Tour? But Sign you know, me up. they announced today that January 29th, 2019, they will be releasing Kingdom Hearts 3 for Xbox One and PlayStation 4, and we are excited. Right. We've seen previews of it at D23, and um, as Tom mentioned, we have played the other ones, and the new release, the... the uh, Things that they have with that really look impressive. Um, and it is just fun to have, you know, the Disney characters follow along with your character and, and you know, do some adventures. And um, so, yeah, it's exciting. Can't yeah, if, wait. if you don't know the game, it's, it, the main characters are there's a character named Sora who's uh, kind of grown up from a, a young uh, kid and he's a little older now. He's 
pretty much what a preteen, teenage right, right. now, uh, and he's paired up with Donald Duck and Goofy, and they go and they go through these adventures together, and it's really a fun game, and we're excited about it. Uh, they did promise, even though it's going to be a little bit longer until it comes out, there will be some more trailers, so we'll get to see a little bit more of what the worlds are going to look like this year. They're including Toy Story, so uh, we're going to get to see uh, these characters interact with Woody and Buzz and Jesse and the rest of the gang, which will be fun. Right, and when you're in the land uh, that is you know, a themed, like if you're in there with pirates, then you get to um, choose either Donald or Goofy to trade out with with jack sparrow so um it, each land has a lot of different flavors to it that uh, make it even more excited yeah so it, it's this is going to be fun uh, unfortunately we were hoping it would come out right around christmas time maybe a little before christmas so you can have the excuse of you're getting this for your kids and not you know pretend like now you have to say okay yeah i'm getting it for myself kids will like this Adults who love Disney will actually like this. If you like video games at all, you like this game, too, if you love Disney. So check it out. Uh, again, January 29th, 2019 is when Kingdom Hearts 3 will be released. On to my next story. Uh, this is interesting news out of Walt Disney World this week. Toy Story Land news. Uh, of course, it's opening on June 30th, and we were hoping... That somewhere come leading up to it, we got we saw this with Pandora last year. They would have some soft openings, uh, where some people were some annual pass holders or possibly members of D twenty three or the Disney Vacation Club could get in there and check out Pandora. And we got to do that last year. We were hoping they were going to do that for Toy Story Land, but it looks like they are struggling a bit to get it open on time for June 30th. They haven't said that they're not going to open on June 30th. As far as we know, everything's a go with that, but it looks like they won't be able to have any soft openings. But what they did promise is that for the Select Gold, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Pass holders, they're going to offer some exclusive access to Toy Story Land in September. So it looks like they'll close it early, or maybe they'll open it late, and you will be able to, if you have one of those passes, you will be able to go in there and experience it with maybe a more of a limited crowd. So that's at least some good news. If we're not going to get that lucky soft opening, look at it uh, before it really gets going. Right, and I know that they are actually, you know, on a tight schedule because they do have the media um, release day on June 28th. So mm-hmm. they they need to get that squared away for that um but also uh for the first few weeks that the, that park is open they will be doing uh early time starts uh in those in that park for people who are staying on the resort there so that's another way that that you can get in there a little bit earlier so um because fast passes if you haven't gotten them yet it's a little bit difficult. Yeah, those, oh, they, those are going. Those are going. They're, they're like uh, for Pandora. If you're trying to get Flight of Passage uh, fast passes, you better be on there. Your first warning you have available to get them. Otherwise, uh, they will go quickly. Right. And Disney did open up to have fast passes uh, available for those rides for people who were going to be staying on property 60 days out. So yeah, there you go. So more Toy Story news, and this one from our coast, the West Coast, from Dis- uh, from uh, the Disneyland Resort and Disney's California Adventure, uh, as they're getting set to open Pixar Pier here later this month. June 23rd is when that is scheduled to open, unless you're going to the, the preview party on the 22nd, uh, $299 per person if you want to do that to get their early access. But uh, it looks like as of, I believe it's today, 
Toy Story Midway Mania is closing down until Pixar Pier actually opens again. So if you're wanting to do that, just plan out. If you're planning your trip now and over the next couple weeks to go out to California Adventure, just know uh, that Midway Mania is going to be closed for a couple weeks as they get Pixar Pier do the final preparations to get Pixar Pier open. Also, it will be closing, not yet, but on the 18th, uh, Adorable Snowman's Frosted Treats and Knickknacks, which is the little Pixar store that's kind of across what we used to be the Cove Bar, will soon be, I think it's the Lamplighter Restaurant, I believe that's what they're calling that once they've opened it up. So just as they get those final preparations going. So just so you know, uh, as you go in there, that uh, unfortunately, one of, you know, our favorite rides, and I'm right. sure your kids' favorite rides, uh, might not be open when you're if you're planning on going over the next couple of weeks. So, but there is good news for some pass holders and their friends uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks, starting tomorrow, and this actually goes through September 3rd. Annual pass holders for the Disneyland Resort will get to save up to 40% off of a one-day park hopper ticket coming up here over that time. They're also opening up a few blackout dates. Not a lot, mostly, and it's mostly the time right before you get to Pixar Pier opening. Uh, depending on your pass, you will get to, they're going to open up a few blackout dates for you. Check your calendars uh, to be sure and see if your dates are open or not. And the prices will change for your, if you're going to bring a friend or a family member or whatever, uh, for the discounted price, it depends on which day you're taking them. Uh, if the if they're going on a what, what's called you can check this calendar on this uh, value park hopper the price for a one day park hopper ticket will be eighty nine dollars on the regular park hopper price which will be you know probably Fridays and Mondays I have to check the calendar I'm not sure on that but that'll be ninety nine dollars per and during the peak which I would imagine will be the weekends the peak park park hopper price will be one hundred and nine dollars so. A couple of little bonus here for the next couple of weeks and actually throughout the summer to kind of help some people out and get more people to enjoy uh, the park and Pixar Pier coming up. Right. And we'll give links on our, our uh, page yeah, of course. and stuff like that so that if you want to just go directly uh, to our website or our Facebook page, um, then you can go directly to the information at the Disneyland website. Yeah, and as always, you know, check your calendars yourself. Go to those websites, check the calendars, be sure you know the information going in. And if you want to ask us, feel free to email us, uh, message us on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, however you want to do it. Uh, we are always happy to answer your questions if you have anything, if you have if you have any questions going into to your stay at any of the resorts, any of the cruise line, whatever. We're happy to help. We're here to help. That's what we love to do. One more thing out of news and notes. I know you saw it. I saw it. The Wreck-It Ralph 2 latest trailer for Ralph Breaks the Internet came out this week, and it is a fun, fun trailer. And if... You haven't seen it yet. Push pause. Go watch it right now. We'll wait. We'll wait. All right. You back? Okay. So if anybody, if there's, I know there's people out there that don't even want to watch a trailer. Don't want any news at all of going into a movie. They just want to go into it dark. That's fine. If that's the case, push, you know, just fast forward our podcast here to a couple minutes ahead of time. I'm not going to give any real spoilers away, but there's a little bit of a spoiler. that I don't think it's a spoiler because it's really in the trailer, so it's kind of out there already. But there is a scene in that trailer that involves, okay, you guys remember, if you're spoiler free, go away. It involves all the Disney princesses in one scene. 
Right. And we saw this at D23, which was super exciting because actually many of the actual actresses who played those voices for those um, movies were there. And it, you know, I have to say, brought tears to my eyes, um, <laughs> but it's it it's hilarious. Well, it is hilarious. And let me tell you something else. You've seen that scene if you've watched the trailer. And let me tell you right now, we were, we were at the D23 Expo last year at the animation panel. That, what you see there is only about half of that scene. Right. And it only gets funny. As funny as that scene is on that trailer, it only gets funnier. So that is something to really look forward to when Wreck-It Ralph comes out. I believe it's this November. Uh, really excited about seeing Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. <laughs> All right, so that's that's it for stories for this week. There's lots of other news out there. If there's anything you want to talk about, feel free, again, to uh, tweet us, Facebook message us, email us. We'll be happy to talk about any of the other stories that have happened this week. But we want to get through this. We don't want to take up your day too much. Uh, you know, a lot of you are probably listening to this on your commute. So uh, we want to get to our tips here, which we have. We finish uh, each podcast with every week, a tip from Michelle and a tip from myself. So without further ado, Michelle's tip of the week. All right. So I'm going to be talking about Disney World. And as you know, it's summer and that's a pretty busy season at Disney World. A lot of families, they uh, they plan their travel trip to Disney World because it's summer and the kids are out of school. So what's really great is Disney World is offering some after hour uh, Magic Kingdom park nights. So there's mm. going to be eight of them between um, the end of June through September. And uh, for the majority of them, they're going to be 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, as it gets to the end of the time frame on uh, August and September, it'll be 9 to midnight. Uh, we've gone to several after-hour events on both coasts uh, that have been a lot of fun because it's a smaller group of you know people that they do allow in. So um, it, it is a pre-sale, although they will have some, if some tickets are still available, they will sell them for like $5 more. It's a $119 uh, for the, that time. But let me tell you, in three hours, you can get through so much. So if you're somebody or you're traveling with somebody who just is really into the attractions and the rides, this might be the thing to do in the summer because during the daytime, uh, it is a it is a lot more busy and it is hot. So that's the other nice thing. At night, you don't have that summer sun just beating down on you. <laughs> so and what's included in it are some um, ice cream favorites oh. and some bottled water. So it's a tell me know, they're gonna have Mickey bars. They have Mickey. Oh bars. <laughs> man! Oh, I'm so there. So um, you know, in and on the east, I mean, excuse me, on the west coast here, we've done Disneyland after dark. Oh and, yeah, and it's usually themed. This won't be themed, but it is at Magic Kingdom. You can make it your own theme, and you know, go Disney bound and uh, and have a great evening. You know, if you're traveling with teens and they want to, you know, be able to have kind of a, a way to get around to different rides very quickly with less lines, this is a great thing to do. If you're an annual pass holder for Disney World or a Disney Vacation Club member, you actually uh, save $30 wow. on that. So it's $89 for a pre-sale on that. So um, we'll put the direct links on our page and everything, but you can also, if you uh, want to go right now and take a look, if you go to Disney World and uh, search Disney After Hours, then you'll get to a link that will bring you there. So um, 
It's uh, one thing I do want to say, though, it is a non-refundable once you buy the ticket. So if you're be sure you're going, be sure you're going. You know, if it's one of those things where you want to take a nap beforehand, the fact that it's starting late at night, um, you know, you might need to do that. But again, uh, their after hour thing, uh, events in the park are really a lot of fun. And, you know, you do get to do so much more. Uh, and uh, but I would, you know, put that out there if you want to do something in the summer out there and it's uh, busy then you have another option. Absolutely. I mean, especially you may be taking, maybe it's your only trip of the year out to Walt Disney World. Maybe it's your only trip of a couple years out to Walt Disney World. If you get the chance to go into any of those parks with fewer people in them, they're like gold. Take advantage of it. I know, it, like you said, it's a little bit of a splurge on top of what you're already paying, but you get so much impact out of those few hours that you don't get necessarily when the parks are open for everybody to be there, especially in the summer and the heat. Yes, the heat is a huge factor in Florida. In right. Summer. And I know people sometimes think that anybody in, in Florida has an annual pass, and that just isn't the case. I have family there that does not have annual passes. So, um, you know, putting out some money for this and knowing that you're going to have you know, the limited group. And again, you're not having the hot summer sun from Florida just beating down on you the whole time, making you just sweat. And, uh, <laughs> again, it's still going to be warm, of course. But, but it's not going to be as unbearable. So um, that's an option that you might want to look into. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. For my tip this week, uh, I'm going to look at the people who on the West Coast that have Unfortunately seen, okay, we've, you know, we love the run Disney races. And unfortunately for the West Coasters or those who like to travel from other parts of the country to the West Coast to take part in those races, uh, they have gone away for at least a year, probably a little bit more than that as they do the construction uh, around the area, adding a new hotel, uh, finishing up Galaxy's Edge. And there's a, you know, there's a new parking structure and a lot of stuff that's going on that has caused them to cancel the races for the time being out at the Disneyland Resort. Well, there is still one way you can do a walk through the park. Uh, not exactly a race. It's not uh, like Run Disney. It won't be running through the park. But they are still holding. This has been going on for several years now. What's called the Chalk Walk. C-H-O-C Chalk Walk. It takes place on Sunday, August 26th at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, it's to benefit the Children's Hospital of Orange County, Chalk. Uh, and it, well, it's really a great event. We've done it in the past. Right. Uh, you get to walk through the parks with a lot of other uh, people, a lot of groups uh, supporting the Children's Hospital. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. It, it's, if, it, if there's a few of you out there that are kind of missing, maybe you're not getting out to Walt Disney World to run the Run Disney races or... Maybe you've been intimidated by, you know, all the, I can't run three miles. You could probably, if you walk through the parks, you can walk three miles. And it's, you know, it's a leisurely walk. It's a fun walk. And it's for a great cause. And I know when we went, they, they even actually went over and above what they do with Run Disney. I think because of the fact that they know people are walking. They'll see them more. Like we saw on the carousel there, they had... What, five or six of the princesses just At riding least. around on the carousel as you walked by? It was so much fun. At least. And, and what, because you're walking, you can take pictures of all these things that are going on. And they do have, you know, the cast out there that is are encouraging people. And the vibe is really wonderful. I know that a lot of um, groups get together to do fundraising together mm -hmm. uh, on this. And everybody does dress up in costume. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people dress up. And sure, really, just like run uh, Disney races. Right, get into the spirit of Disneyland and have a great time there. So it's 
great vibes, wonderful fun. It's early in the morning, so it's not, um, you know, when the park is open. So it's it's, it's fun. And they do it's offer fun. some discounts if you sign up for this. The, the early registration is anytime before August 13th. Now, you can register right away, and you don't need to pay right away. Uh, what they actually want is fundraising. What you need to do is just fundraise up to get into the race by August 13th. If you fundraise up to $85, you can do that just by paying $85 yourself. Or you can have some people uh, donate to you, sponsor you. And you can go over 85 if you want. It's for a great cause. But if you have at least $85 by August 13th, you are into the race. After that, it's $95. Um, we're thinking about doing it. I've thought about maybe we should form a Hyperion Adventures podcast yeah. team. Uh, let us know. If anybody's interested and would walk with us on a Hyperion Adventures podcast team, let us know. If we get enough people, maybe we'll put together a team and, and do this thing. Email us, podcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook. And Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Let us know if you're interested. Maybe we'll do that. We're still trying to decide. Um, if not this year, I think we'll definitely do it next year. Exactly. And like I said, it it really is just you feel great that you're doing it for a wonderful cause. Um, you know, they often have members or that were patients in Children's Hospital, mm -hmm. you know, and that they have really great stories that they share along the way. So it's just really a warm, wonderful event. And you're at Disneyland. Yeah. So. I mean, it's great. I mean, you get to walk through Disneyland. Exactly. I mean, what could be better? What could be better? So that's it for this week's episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We'll have lots more stuff for you next week. It's Father's Day uh, next week. Maybe I'll you know, shout out to all my Disney dads out there, just like me. Uh, thanks again. We really appreciate you listening to us. We really appreciate all the input. We're available on SoundCloud. And now, if you didn't see our social media posts uh, during the week, we are now up on iTunes and Google Play. You can subscribe to us on either of those uh, places, and our podcast will come right to you. You don't need to search for us. They'll come right to you. So also follow us on social media. On Twitter, as I've already said, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook and Instagram, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Find our website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And finally, email us if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions for us, if you have any comments, if you just want to say hi, if you have any tips. Look, we know stuff about the parks and all these things. If you have any tips that you want to get, up, get out there, we'd be happy to share them. We'll give you full credit for them. Again, email us, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to us. Have a magical week. Woo! Woo! We really appreciate it, and we will see you next week. <laughs>